This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Wednesday, February 28th. A big change in the weather from the past two days here in Dallas as temperatures will be about 40 to 50 degrees cooler with a high of only 52 expected today under cloudy skies. The low will be 43. Here are today's headlines. The Dallas City Council voted Tuesday to appoint Deputy City Manager Kimberly Beiser Tolbert as the temporary successor to City Manager T.C. Broadnax when he resigns in June. The council voted 12-2 to approve Tolbert, Broadnax's former chief of staff, as interim city manager, saying they believed she is the best choice for stability as Dallas looks for a new permanent top executive. Tolbert was the only person named by council members as a candidate for the job, and several black and Hispanic business, trade, and faith-based organizations urged the council to select her for the position. Tolbert's appointment comes six days after Broadnax's resignation, which goes into effect June 3rd. The approval came amid concerns from members of the public and council members Kara Mendelson and Paul Ridley, who said they believed the appointment was occurring too quickly and too much out of the public eye. Mendelssohn and Ridley voted against Tolbert's appointment. The final vote came after the city council spent two hours in closed session. Some council members expressed disagreement with concerns about the process. Ridley and Mendelssohn both said they were uneasy with the process. Mayor Eric Johnson didn't attend the meeting, and also was not present during a committee meeting on Monday, where the rest of the council discussed interim city manager candidates in closed session. On social media platform X, he posted a photo Monday evening of himself and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick saying they were talking about how we can improve the safety of cities across Texas and our country by electing more GOP mayors. Johnson, in a Tuesday statement after the council meeting, said while he did not have an issue with Tolbert as interim city manager, he thought the process getting there was deeply flawed. The Tuesday special meeting follows Broadnax's resignation last Wednesday. Broadnax said he resigned at the suggestion of the majority of the city council, though Johnson and some members say they were not aware until seeing a news release announcing the move. Next, Officers negotiated with the 16-year-old student who brought a gun into a mesquite school last week for nearly five minutes before the first shots were fired, according to body-worn camera footage released by the Mesquite Police Department on Tuesday. Officers were dispatched about 8.50 a.m. February 19th to the Pioneer Technology and Arts Academy campus for reports that a student was in the school's office with a handgun and refused to put it down. Police said school administrators spoke with the student to keep him calm until officers arrived. The school began installing new safety measures on the campus the day after the shooting, including adding metal detectors, additional surveillance cameras, providing additional training to staff, and securing entry points. Specifics have not been made available regarding the additional staff training. 
A news release from the school also mentioned an armed security guard on the campus. However, it is not clear what role, if any, they played during the incident. In other news, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has gone to war against judges on the state's highest criminal court in hopes of ousting three fellow Republicans who joined a ruling that crippled his election fraud division. Taking an unusually active role in elections for an attorney general, Paxton has attacked the Court of Criminal Appeals incumbents as rhinos, or Republicans in name only, and accused the judges of paving the way for liberal district attorneys to promote progressive agendas in the state's largest cities. On Friday, the attorney general appeared in a political ad paid for in part by an organization connected to West Texas oil man Dan Wilkes, a key Paxton ally during his impeachment, stating that supporting the challengers would return election integrity to the court. The judges have defined the 2021 ruling as a conservative reading of the Texas Constitution, which deliberately dilutes the power of the executive branch, including the attorney general's office, in favor of local power. Presiding Judge Sharon Keller called the campaign against her rife with misinformation. Fellow Judge Michelle Slaughter said Paxton is using anger and hatred to attack the court. And Judge Barbara Parker Hervey said Paxton is engaged in a power grab situation, which is just distasteful, stressful, and just not fair. And the goats reported to work as usual Tuesday morning. Their task? Clear underbrush and invasive plants from the 40-acre Crystal Canyon Natural Area in North Arlington. The animals' day took a decidedly more exciting turn, however, when roughly 50 of the goats escaped their enclosure about 7.30 a.m. and trampled through surrounding neighborhoods. Arlington police officers responded to help wrangle the goats and block off a portion of Brown Boulevard to ensure the animals' safety. The escaped goats were working with Open Space Development, a development and management company that contracts goat herds to clear land. There were about 500 goats on site. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.